Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of generalized anxiety disorder from the psychiatry section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 24-year-old medical student presents to her primary care physician for an annual routine visit. She reports that over the past year, she has had difficulty sleeping, increasing fatigability, and difficulty concentrating. Combined with the increasing responsibilities as a medical student, she reports feeling anxious. She denies any specific triggers or situations that causes these symptoms. Her physician suggests referral to psychiatry for likely combination of cognitive behavioral therapy and pharmacotherapy. This is a case of generalized anxiety disorder. Let's now begin the topic. Let's start with a brief introduction and overview about generalized anxiety disorder, or GAD. GAD is a type of anxiety disorder which also includes panic disorder, phobia disorders, and obsessive-compulsive disorder. GAD is characterized by anxiety lasting greater than six months unrelated to any specific triggers or if the identifiable stressor has ended. With respect to the epidemiology and incidence, GAD is very common. Risk factors include genetic susceptibility and environmental instability. With respect to the pathogenesis and mechanism of action, it is unclear, but mediators of anxiety in the brain appear to be norepinephrine, serotonin, dopamine, and GABA. Some patients may also have genetic predisposition to anxiety. Associated conditions are other mood disorders and substance abuse disorders. Other mood disorders include major depressive disorder. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation including symptoms and physical exam findings of generalized anxiety disorder. Symptoms include excessive anxiety and persistent worrying. There are at least three of the following. Restlessness, fatigue, difficulty concentrating, irritability, muscle tension, and sleep disturbance. Physical exam findings include excitation and hyperactivity including tremors, rapid heartbeat, sweating, restlessness, dry mouth, cold and clammy hands, and shaking. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the main differential to consider is adjustment disorder, and the key distinguishing factors for this include anxiety or other mood changes with onset within three months of an identifiable stressor or trigger, lasting less than six months once that stressor has ended. Treatment also consists of cognitive behavioral therapy and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Let's now discuss the treatment of generalized anxiety disorder. Treatment includes lifestyle treatment and medical treatment. Lifestyle treatment involves cognitive behavioral therapy. It is indicated in all patients, but note that it may often need pharmacotherapy as well. Medical treatment involves the use of selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, or SSRIs, serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, or SNRIs, tricyclic antidepressants, or TCA, and benzodiazepine. SSRIs are indicated as first-line treatment, and drugs include fluoxetine, paroxetine, sertraline, and escitalopram. SNRIs are also indicated as first-line treatment, and drugs in this category include venlafaxine and duloxetine. TCAs are indicated as second-line treatment due to its worse adverse effect profile. Benzodiazepines are also indicated as second-line treatment due to its potential for addiction and short-lived effects. In terms of complications, the main complications of GAD are decreased quality of life and substance abuse. 
Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 42-year-old man presents to his primary care physician for a yearly physical exam. During the visit, he says that one month ago he had to find a new job and is very anxious about whether he will be able to support his family. He sometimes has trouble falling asleep at night because he has nightmares that he is unable to find a job and that his family will be forced to live on the street. He admits that he no longer spends much time with friends because he does not want to talk about how he was laid off from his previous job. He also says that he sometimes feels down because his new job pays far less than his previous job. On the weekends, he enjoys reading and going fishing at a local lake. On exam, his temperature is 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit or 37 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 116 over 72 millimeters of mercury. Pulse is 105 per minute and respirations are 21 per minute. When asked about the elevated heart rate, he admits that he was just thinking about how they might not be able to pay the bills if their only car breaks down. Which of the following disorders is the patient most likely suffering from? 1. Adjustment disorder. 2. Generalized anxiety disorder. 3. Major depressive disorder. 4. Panic disorder. Or 5. Post-traumatic stress disorder. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 1, adjustment disorder. This patient who presents with mildly depressed mood, anxiety, and social withdrawal in the setting of a recent job loss one month ago is most likely suffering from adjustment disorder, which occurs after exposure to a distressing event. Remember, adjustment disorder is defined as the development of emotional or behavioral symptoms in response to a stressor that occurred within three months of the onset of symptoms. The disorder is marked by distress that is out of proportion to the severity of the stressor and results in impairment in daily functioning. Notably, the response in adjustment disorder does not meet the criteria for a more serious mental health disorder and cannot persist for more than six months. It can have features of depression, anxiety, nightmares, and social withdrawal and varies from patient to patient. In most cases, adjustment disorder does not require medication and should be treated with individual or group psychotherapy or cognitive behavioral therapy. Let's now go over the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 2, generalized anxiety disorder is marked by uncontrollable anxiety in response to most things on most days. Notably, it is not in response to a specific stimuli and results in severe disturbance in sleep, concentration, and autonomic symptoms. This patient has features of anxiety, but his symptoms are relatively mild and related to the recent job loss. The first-line treatment is cognitive behavioral therapy and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Answer choice 3, major depressive disorder is diagnosed by depressed mood accompanied by five or more of the following symptoms for more than two weeks. Sleep disturbance, interest changes, guilt, energy changes, concentration difficulties, appetite changes, psychomotor retardation, and suicidality. This patient only has three out of the nine of these, anxiety, depressed mood, and loss of interest, so he does not meet the criteria for major depressive disorder. The first-line treatment is cognitive behavioral therapy and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Answer choice 4. Panic disorder is characterized by episodes of severe anxiety accompanied by tachycardia, diaphoresis, dyspnea, and a feeling of impending doom. 
Furthermore, patients will avoid social situations because they are afraid of experiencing an episode in public. This patient has tachycardia and an increased respiratory rate, but does not appear to be having a true panic attack. Panic attacks can be aborted with short-acting benzodiazepines. And finally, answer choice 5, post-traumatic stress disorder occurs in response to a life-threatening event and is characterized by flashbacks, nightmares, and avoidance of triggers. Though this patient has some nightmares, the severity of these symptoms is not sufficient to meet the criteria for this disease. The first-line treatment is cognitive behavioral therapy and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. In summary, adjustment disorder is a constellation of emotional or behavioral symptoms in response to a stressor that does not meet the criteria for a more serious condition. Next question. A 35-year-old man with no past medical history presents to his primary care physician with complaints of fatigue. He states that his life has been hectic lately and that everything seems to be falling apart. He is scared that he will lose his job, that his wife will leave him, and that his children will not be able to afford to go to college. His worries are severe enough that they have began to interfere with his daily activities. His wife is also present and states that he has a very secure job and that they are well off financially. She says that he has always worried about something since she met him years ago. What medication would benefit this patient long term? 1. Escitalopram 2. Diazepam 3. Risperidone 4. Lithium or 5. No treatment recommended. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 1, escitalopram. This patient has generalized anxiety disorder, or GAD, which is characterized by excessive worry over a variety of stressors lasting longer than 6 months. Escitalopram, an SSRI, can be used as a long-term therapy for GAD. Remember, GAD presents with excessive and uncontrollable worry about multiple topics including work, family, and finances that interferes with daily activities. GAD can present with fatigue, sleep disturbances, restlessness, irritability, autonomic hyperactivity, and difficulty concentrating. First-line treatment includes cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, or SSRIs. Let's now go over two citations related to this topic. The first citation, by Kevin et al., discussed the epidemiology and diagnosis of GAD. GAD is very common with a 12-month prevalence of 3.1% in the general population. It is two times more common in women than in men, and peak incidence occurs between 45 to 49 years of age. There is high comorbidity of other mental and medical problems in patients with GAD and depression, hormonal imbalances, and substance abuse must be ruled out. The second citation, by Bandolo et al., discussed the use of benzodiazepines in the treatment of GAD. Benzodiazepines are commonly used to treat GAD in the short term, as the benefits of first-line therapy with SSRI and CBT are often delayed. However, they should be used judiciously as they can have numerous adverse effects such as incoordination, drowsiness, and confusion, and the potential for substance abuse. Furthermore, benzodiazepines have a high risk of dependence and substance abuse. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 2, diazepam is a benzodiazepine that can be used to treat GAD. However, it should only be used for short-term treatment as long-term treatment can have deleterious effects. Answer choice 3, risperidone is an atypical antipsychotic commonly used to treat schizophrenia. 
Risperidone is not a common treatment for GAD. Answer choice four, lithium is a mood stabilizer used to treat bipolar disorder. Lithium is not a common treatment for GAD. And finally, answer choice five, no treatment recommended is an incorrect answer choice because GAD benefits from treatments with both medications such as SSRI and CBT. And that's all for this review about generalized anxiety disorder. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.